Hi, this is Mark Graven. Before this episode of Lean Blog Audio, I'd like to mention, in case you haven't heard about it, I have a new book. It's titled Measures of Success, React Less, Lead Better, Improve More. It's something I think could be really helpful to you in your lean journey with your lean management system, helping evaluate projects and, and learning to stop reacting to the noise in our performance metrics. It's available in paperback book. There's also actually a hardcover. It's available Amazon Kindle, Apple Books. You can learn more by going to www.measuresofsuccessbook.com. Hi, this is Mark Raven. Welcome to episode 272 of Lean Blog Audio. This is a post from May 1st, 2019. It's titled, A Hospital CEO Who Wants Other CEOs to Quote, Give a Damn about their people. So I found an interesting column in Becker's Hospital Review. It was written by Michael Dowling. He's the, the president and CEO of Northwell Health. I'm guessing he created the headline since the phrase give a damn doesn't appear in the article. Sometimes editors will you know, pull out an interesting phrase and it doesn't seem like that's uh, what happened here. So the headline just says, Michael Dowling, colon, CEOs, give a damn about your people. There's a M dash in there, so it's kind of addressed to the CEOs. So who are the CEOs he's speaking to who do not give a damn or don't give enough of a damn? What inspired him to write this? Dowling writes, Investing in our 68,000 associates is my most defining and crucial responsibility as president and CEO. If you're fortunate enough to call yourself a healthcare leader, the same is true for you. Wow, that sounds great. I mean, I hope he walks the talk. I mean, that sounds a lot like Toyota language and, and their quote-unquote development company approach that focuses first on developing people. In, in the article, Dowling uh, delivers blunt talk pretty forcefully. He says, for the executive who doesn't think they have enough time to invest in their people, I have two questions. One, what are you really doing with your time? And two, what could possibly be more important than your people? If we can't find the time to be with employees who do all the work and deliver the care, again, these are Dowling's words, then what the hell are we doing as leaders? Dowling writes about new employee orientations and his role in them. You know, given the high turnover rates in healthcare, the high churn of employees does create a lot of new employee orientation opportunities, even if total employment isn't growing. Dowling answers his own question a bit, pointing to leaders who are paying attention to what he calls the macro issues of healthcare. But he points out leaders also need to focus on their employees. And that includes making more than just a superficial appearance at orientations to give what I would call the royal wave. He offers to answer questions from employees in the orientation session, but I think more, he more importantly tries to help individuals see how they are part of a system. Again, Dowling writes, I illustrate the connectivity of our health system and how every department, site, and person is interdependent. In most health systems, employees are immediately placed in a department or unit upon their hiring, and it's very difficult for them to see how that one division works with the rest of the organization. I want them to understand the totality and mission of the health system. We are stronger when our employees see how all of the pieces of our organization are connected, and every person knows his or her work is important. So Dowling is 
visible and he's impactful enough that he says he would, quote, never be able to slip into the rank and file as an undercover boss, referring to the CBS TV show, of course. So it's not just CEOs. I mean, I've seen hospital VPs and even directors who, who go very unrecognized by their frontline employees because they're not they're not out there enough. But it's not just a one-off orientation encounter for Dowling. He says, beyond that, I regularly meet with groups of employees for breakfast and then individually as opportunities unfold. This past week, I met with three employees one-on-one. -on -one. One gentleman who is earning his master's degree asked to interview me for a paper on leadership. I said yes, which is my universal response when employees ask to meet. So again, that, that's great. In contrast, though, I know a nurse at a hospital, a different hospital, different health system, who sent a very well-reasoned four-page letter uh, to her CEO about problems that weren't being addressed. The nurse asked for a meeting with the CEO to talk. This CEO wasn't a yes leader the way Dowling is. You know, about a month later, the nurse got a two-page letter in response from the CEO with no opportunity to meet and talk. Not only did the CEO not talk with the nurse, nothing was delegated down either for, you know, there was no meeting scheduled with a VP or a director uh, on the nurse's behalf. And the nurse has been trying to reach up through the ranks. So I'm kind of dumbfounded by a situation like that. I mean, I know CEOs are busy, but if you can't take 15 minutes for an employee, then again, in Dowling's words, what the hell are they doing as leaders? If you have the time to write a two-page letter in response, you probably have the time to have a respectful adult conversation in a face-to-face -face manner. And this, and this is an organization that's published at least one article I've seen about how lean their culture is, which kind of makes you wonder. Dowling, though, makes another great point about trying to see through the eyes of patients and visitors. He writes, during our time together in orientations, I always try to find a way to encourage employees to look at Northwell from the outside in not only from the inside out. When you walk into your workplace, imagine you are not an employee, but a patient. As employees, we can often become oblivious to our surroundings, looking at things, but not really seeing them. A CEO could, um, you know, my, my thoughts here, a CEO could also encourage other leaders to view things from their employee's perspective, as leaders can also become oblivious uh, to their surroundings. And uh, oblivious is a tough word. I'm not going to go back and edit that. Uh, looking at things, but not really seeing them. I, I love that phrase. And that's what, one reason I always I always suggest that going to the Gemba, as, as people sometimes say, or doing a Gemba walk, that, that's got to mean more than going and standing in a hallway staring at some whiteboard. Hospital CEOs like Vance Jackson, um, who I interviewed in episode 337 of my interviews podcast, you can find that at leanblog.org 337, CEOs like uh, Vance spend time going and observing the real work being done, as, as we talked about in that podcast. So Dowling wraps up in, in his piece, which, again, you can find a link to that in, uh, by going to leanblog.org slash audio 272. Dowling says, invest in your people. Give them your time, answers, ears, attention, perspective, and perhaps every now and then selfies. Healthcare has its challenges, but nothing gets done without teams of people. Working in this profession is not a job. It's a privilege and responsibility. So I think that's very well said. And I'd like to thank, I'd like to thank Dowling for his article. Again, no edit. Yeah. So it goes. Sorry for the defect. And as always, uh, thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, 
I, I, I would ask you to rate and review the podcast. Please don't ding me uh, for the occasional moment where I misspeak. Thanks.